Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 15% this is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Let's turn it over to the fans high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome into the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan, we're talking junior hilltopper football. We got, a, we got a whole bunch of people here in the studio, and I appreciate this because there's a lot of passion when it comes to uh, what they're doing at some, some young levels. And when you do what I do and you talk a lot about high school football, you know, the, the numbers are dwindling a little bit. And the concern is we got to make sure that we get kids to play football, try football, fall in love with football, be safe, and then also have the parents go, no, this is good. This is perfect. And I think a year ago, was it a year ago? Yeah, it was yeah. a year ago. Yeah, a year ago, this was an experiment. You guys are trying this thing, right? Yeah. As a league, we all agreed that we try this. Yeah, and it worked well. Mm-hmm. And so reach back out and say, hey, let's get this going again. Let's talk about it again. Right now, joined by Richwood, Mark, Mike, Bark, Brian Gill. And and Brian, let's start with you. Um, you're, oper- you're now in operations? Yes, I'm... Uh, it- Football operations now and transitioning over as uh, Richwood is becoming the uh, new president of the Junior Hilltoppers as we work through this. And and Rich, do you have any idea what being the president of this thing is going to be like? Well, it means I sent Brian and Maz a few long emails and suddenly I became a president. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. What were you thinking? You sent Maz a long email. Boom. I sent him an email. He tried to make me president. <laughs> That's... that. Uh, how long have you been involved with this, Rich? Uh, this will be my third year with Junior Hilltoppers, and first year helping with anything uh, administrative, which for me is mostly recruiting, marketing, um, league relations with some of these guys from the room. Hey, we made a change here. Why? What's going on over there? <laughs> <laughs> Mike Rodojich, Walkshaw West. Hey, football. how are you? <laughs> Good. What, uh, what happened to Rich Wood? No, what happened to Mike Bark? He's out there with his son. <laughs> oh, he's chasing the little one. Yeah. You know what? Too bad. Snoozy lose, pal. Right. He's done. We're going we're gonna to put him on one of the other stations down the hall or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Mike, how you been? Good. Good. Yeah, Mike. it's, it's good to see you. I've been on with you before. Oh, you have. I know that. Yep. I know that. Um, you are Waukesha West coach, rules committee member. How did the last year go for you guys? Uh, I thought it went great. Um, rookie tackle, uh, I think, was a, was a great idea to go to. Uh, I think it, it. The idea is to try to get numbers up, like you were discussing. Right. And uh, I think it went extremely well. I think it also opened up and gave a lot of other uh, good positive uh, feedback. You know, after the season was done. Right. Brian, when you, when you were, um, we talked about this a year ago, and they, they've been doing this other places in the country, but the idea behind this is a shortened field, smaller numbers on the field. Right, right, which is going to no special teams, which is going to take away a lot, some of the big hits, mm-hmm. even at that age. Uh, did you see that the kids for um, a couple of things? One, physically, it was easier on their bodies. Two, that the kids were less scared. Yeah, I think from uh, being on the sidelines more and watching all the games, I think all the kids had a, a really good time because they had a chance to try different positions, which they would not necessarily have an opportunity to do. Right. And uh, watching a game and watching someone 
that is big who would never have an opportunity to throw a touchdown pass and watch it and actually watch the excitement in their eyes and just going crazy. It's sort of it's a fun fun environment to see and and everyone gets to learn the basics of the game and from a safety standpoint it's a lot safer and helps them sort of sort of grow and learn and, and learn about positions they may be playing someday that they didn't never had a chance to. Now you you thought last year was it you were going to step down then and and go off in the sunset. Would, would you send an email to Maz too, or what? <laughs> Maz has this way about influencing you to make different decisions in life, as Man, you well know. <laughs> I see him at a grocery store like every Sunday, and all of a sudden, like he's got me doing. How does he do that? Hey, it's a higher calling. It is. It's a high, he is. You know what? He's a good man. And all kidding and he, aside, and I'm he's a, been very influential in this whole process. I mean, he yes. he kicked us off a year ago, and we had all the coaches, and so he is a a staunch supporter of this entire program and has been sort of the cheerleader for us as we've as a group or as a as a league as we sort of kicked this off. Rich, how um last year was the first year yes. and you you coached fifth well, grade? My first year coaching with the the rookie tackle, yeah. Our yeah, first year as a league. Correct. Um you, a lot of different rule changes. I was on the website USA football and I was like, okay, I can't I can't do this anymore. Like it there was page after page. How different was it for you to coach rookie ball? I actually think it's it's all down to preparation, right? And you talk about Maz and his staff, and they were very accessible to us as far as, you know, my job as the coach of that first rookie team was to take the basics of their 11-man schemes and terminology and break it down, not just for 8-man, but for 10- and 11-year-old kids. Uh, so they were very accessible for that, and we did that. We, we essentially ran vanilla versions of the Marquette scheme for both offense and defense, Um it takes a little time to figure sure. all of that out, but if you put the effort in, it's not that hard. And kids might surprise you by how quickly they pick these things up. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I would agree because that's kind of now what their now that's what their their thought process is. Now when they get older and they can understand more, that's when you kind of go into eleven on eleven, correct? Brian, is that is that yes. the idea? Yes. Yeah. What so we're gonna go Fifth grade, fifth and sixth this year in rookie. Yep, we added sixth grade this for this upcoming season. What What was the response from uh, not just the junior hilltoppers, but everybody else in the CYFL? Um, all the teams were very happy with how it went in fifth grade. We've really heard nothing but positive feedback. You know, how about from parents? Goes. Parents absolutely loved it. They did. They did. And I think the, one of the biggest thing was it was a chance to, like Brian had said, give kids a chance to play different positions that they might not normally play. Later on, when you talk to the kids, you'll hear from like the two kids that I brought. You know, if we would have played eleven on eleven, they wouldn't be able to do some of the things they did last year at rookie ball. And, we're, and, we, and we brought a referee in, right? Mike, sure there's did. a referee. Right and we're going to get yep. to we're going to talk to Mike the second segment because that's a change for them too. Yes, it is. And I know those referees are nimble and stuff, but that's a whole different night. It, it's just different rules and stuff. And we'll talk to to Mike about that on the other side. Um, Brian, when when you guys came in last year. The excitement level was high, but it was like, we think this is going to work. We do, but we're not sure. And if it doesn't work, then we'll have to go to plan B and go back a year. But, man, moving forward, do you see that that uh, one day this will be also in seventh grade, or do you think sixth is the oldest? I, th- I think sixth right now is the oldest yeah. that we'll go to. And there's a sort of a natural progression, I think, once you hit sixth grade and move. Yeah, the seventh, and some of the rules were a little different for our fifth and sixth grade in the in the CYFL as well. Yes, and yeah. so we we I think that's a natural level of growth. 
Hey, Richard, I watched the video on online this morning, and it made a lot of sense to me where it says, hey, look, baseball has T-ball, then it has p- coach pitch, and then it has, you know, so mm-hmm. there's a progression. Yes. Basketball, you have smaller balls, you have smaller hoops, you have, you know, there's a progression. Mm-hmm. And football, you went from flag to, you know, going to, to bull in the ring and trying to knock. You know, you can't. So that I like the idea, the progression. They don't do people don't do bull in the ring anymore, do they? <laughs> well, that, <laughs> the referees over there yeah. laughing because you know what? I've still I think those mess were day. Hey, did they do bull in the ring? No, that's me trying to pretend. I'm kinds of kinds of they, they don't do any of that the nutcracker bull in the ring stuff anymore. And thank goodness because that. Boy, that was painful for me. Well, a, a big me. part of it, Mike, that's it's part of that U.S. Olympic development model that they follow. By, you know, hockey does it, soccer does it, basketball does it, and now they've created it for football, and that's where the rookie rules came from. And a big piece is it, it's field size. You talk about throwing kids out there in fifth and sixth grade playing 11 on 11 on a full field. Well, teams teams play, they give the ball to the biggest kid, let him run around the end, and nobody can take a good angle. On a smaller field, he has to cut it up sooner, Kids are able to take actual pursuit angles like they will when they're older and cut it off. We saw a lot less of those handed to the big guy with the hair on his chest and let him go kind of plays. It was more like real football with right. real angles than any other fifth and sixth grade league I've ever seen. And you're, you're able to, what they do, you do is you cut the field in half. Do you go sideways then? No, uh, we, you go, go... we go both halves. You go from the sideline to okay. the farthest hash. Right. And then we go from the starting every every uh, sequence starts at the forty yard line. Mike, do you think that other leagues will are around the state are now going to? Did you get many calls from other leagues going? How is this working? We did. We actually got several uh, calls, and not only that, we had um, several groups come to our games and actually watch what we were doing, and from the area and wanted to see what how it works. So we had like four or four or five different groups that had come to our field over in uh, Waukesha to watch the games on a Saturday to see how we did it. Brian, do you feel like the um, the numbers, as far as kids that played in fifth grade, the fear is, okay, you know, can we get 100%, can we get 90%, can we get 80% to come back, can we improve the numbers? Do you feel as though the fifth grade kids are going to come back and play sixth? I believe so. I think Rich has probably more uh, experience with that related to some of the parents that we've uh, met just recently at a, a parent. Uh, Rich, your thought on that? So we had 15 kids on our fifth grade team last okay. year. Of those, I've I've got either registration or verbal commitments from 13 who are already coming back. There's two who are on the fence because they have other sports they might want to play. They're sure. at that age where they're deciding. And we've already had six new kids sign up. So that's at this point in the year. We expect more kids will sign up after the camp at Marquette High in June. Uh, and we generally get one or two over the summer. So what number? What number would you have to get to to have two teams? That's been a topic of discussion, and I think it'll continue to be. I think it depends. Thirty. Yeah. Uh, well, that that definitely be two teams. Okay. I think you can play with two teams at less than that, but it depends on the kids. How, and how many yeah. kids on the field at once? Uh, eight. Eight. Eight kids. Eight. And then and they can go both ways, mm-hmm. right? What um what positions is it what positions are you taking out? It all depends on your offense and what you run. You mm-hmm. know, I know I know he said he talked to the high school too. I sat down with Coach Rux and Coach Beal at West and, and we came up with the you know, we, we well, modified our plays. Look, I until right? last year Rux you all you do is run the ball and all of a sudden he threw the ball like a crazy you know, boy, that quarterback, that blonde kid was good. Fantastic. And Maz, you go from smash and bashing where he threw once a year right. to all of a sudden Maz 
flinging it all. Well, that Mike, that I think all the coaches, Mike talked about this. I've talked about this at the, at the league meetings. There was more passing, way more in fifth grade than we've ever seen. Oh, the um, kids must because, love that. And it's it's the rules. They can't blitz in fifth grade. The field is bigger with eight guys out there. They can get into their routes. The quarterbacks have time. And the kids have the skills. Many of them throw and catch really well. We, we probably threw half the time, mm-hmm. How which, which wouldn't have happened 11 on 11. I mean, I've been doing 11 on 11 for 21 years and completely different this year. What were, Brian, what was the difference as far as scoring? Was there more scoring at, at this level well, than you had lot, seen in the past? A lot more scoring. Like arena football in <laughs> yeah. China? Sometimes a little bit, yeah. but, but, it, but it wasn't just one team. You know, with 11 on 11 and you have that big field, you know, like he was saying, um, you get that one fast kid that just keeps going around the end and all of a sudden these games get kind of sloppy and it's one team is just, you know, taking advantage of the other team because they might have a, one faster kid. Where this was, no, it was there was scoring on both sides no matter – which team was stronger than the other? They were still scoring on both sides. We are, we are talking uh, mostly about junior Hilltopper youth football, but we're talking about the, the rookie tackle ball in the CYFL. They did fifth grade last year. They're now going to expand to fifth and sixth. And and we're talking Rich Wood is the president. You, you, you know, your security guards were giving me the evil eye. You being the president now, you got your own security <laughs> people and – you wanted me to play the, the present music. I'm not doing that, Rich. I'm just – Maz called me, too. He said, you got to play it for him. That's that's part of our contract. I said, I'm not doing it. Brian Gill is a VP of Football Operations, eighth-grade coach. And uh, Mike's – pronounce your last name. Rudd Deutschich. Yeah, he, you got that yeah, one. Yeah, I know, yeah. Mike R. <laughs> Mike R. Coach I Mike. Go, Mikey. Every calls me Coach Mike. Mikey, how you doing? That's Good. Yeah, Walkshaw West, fifth-grade coach, rules committee member – We've got a number of people that we're going to talk to, but we're going to get these three back that last segment because I, I, there's a number of questions I still have for them. On the other side, I'm interested to talk with the referee that we had in. I, I don't think – is he a basketball referee too? Are you, Mike? Yeah. No. Thank goodness, because he would have teed me up one time in my career. Yeah, Yeah, he doesn't know me at all. I'll get him to like me. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll uh, we'll bring three new people on and find out what they thought about this rookie tackle um, football league that they did in fifth and sixth grade in the CYFL. And uh, again, fifth grade, it was kind of a hey, let's give it a shot and see how it goes. They've now expanded it for fifth and sixth grade, and they think that. This is going to keep more kids involved and playing a game that these guys obviously love. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and we're talking rookie tackle football. Junior Hilltopper program is well represented today. We're also talking to some Waukesha West boys about playing in that league. Uh, we, we we got Mike Park. Mike, you're back, huh? Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, you, you caught him? Yeah, you're running down the hall. I, I, I caught him, <laughs> man. You're fast, really, because he's he's quick. You're the you're a sixth grade coach for the Junior Hilltopper program. Last year, the first year this this rookie tackle um, was was implemented. What did you think? Your overall thought on on it? I think like other sports that have bridges, we don't start baseball at a ninety foot diamond. Yep, because the kids aren't big enough to play in a ninety foot diamond. So we started at a forty a sixty foot diamond. And I think with football, that needed to be done as well. 
both to encourage participation and get the field right-sized for the kids. Okay. And eliminating some things like special teams and big, massive collisions that maybe parents worry about, I think, is going to help increase participation. And keep kids playing. And, and we had, knock on wood, no injuries last year. You bet. Mike uh, Mike Sharber? Yes. Yeah, correct. your referee, this is new for you. Absolutely. So, and and again, I was on that website, uh, and there's a lot of rule changes. You had to spend a little bit of time looking at these rule changes. What did you think from from where you were standing? And you're not watching; you're working. But when you got done refing some of these games, were, were was it a positive thing for you? Did you think, "Wow, this is a good idea"? Uh, absolutely. And I think the organization going to sixth grade. Eight man is a good call. Yeah. I thought the kids enjoyed themselves more than 11 man at the fifth grade level, and they had a heck of a lot more fun. Was it harder to, to rep these games because you hadn't done it before or no, easier? No, not really. Uh, it's more of a relaxed attitude. Okay. There's The coaches are on the field, which Saw is that. a big yeah. change. And it helps the game flow. And it helps the communication with the referees. And there's no if if somebody gets an interception, the play stops. Correct. Right, right if there's then, a turnover. Play stops. The other team gets it on the forty. How many referees on the Two. field? Two. Really? So, so we don't have the plays covered as well as we might if it was eleven man and we had four out there. But again, it's fifth graders. The main mission here is learn the game. Right. Have a good time. And feel comfortable with the game, and, feel and fall in love with it. That—that's the key. We're going to find out, Jameson. How are you? How you doing, young man? Good. How are you? I'm sorry that you know we're trying to decide, and boom, you just uh, get up here. Let's go. We don't have time to mess yeah. around anymore. Um, you're, you played last year in yes. fifth, and mm-hmm. then you'll play again in sixth. And you, and you're part of the Waukesha Wolverines um, program, correct? Yes. You liked it. Did you enjoy playing? tackle football with with eight kids on the field and if you did what part of it did you like the most um well yeah i did like when um it was eight kids on the field um because it it um get the kids um prepared for the higher levels sure and also like if they want to play one position like they could play that because it's only eight People on the field. So you got a chance to play. Did you did you play all positions? No, I played quarterback, um, defensive lineman, linebacker, and some of the corner and safety spots. You understand that that crossover between quarterback and defensive lineman doesn't happen very often, right? Yeah. Like you didn't see Brett Favre playing uh, defensive end or anything. Um, The quarterback side, you love the fact that with this you get to throw it a little bit, right? Yeah, because when it's I played um, 11 v 11 in fourth grade, right. so when I was playing that, like you had to get the ball off quicker and find your target faster because kids could blitz and stuff, but on AVA, there's, um, no one can blitz, so you have more time to throw and make it echo. So. Boy, if I'm Jeff Tricky, and I'm, you know Coach Tricky, I'm sure, yeah. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. if he's listening right now, he's like, oh, those are uh, the, those are words I've given some of these kids at some of the camps that, that I do, and I like that. Um Mike, the, the the number of kids, and we were talking to Rich Wood that last segment, is really encouraging that you've got 13 out of the 15 already re-signed, and there's additional kids that have signed up. The other two might be playing other sports. I'm okay with that. If that's the numbers, 
to go from 15 to 13 and then add four, five, six, seven, I'd be encouraged with that. Yeah, I think kids are realizing that they're going to have an opportunity to play different positions. They're not necessarily going to be pigeonholed right away. Right. And I think it's also good for the kids who, who might be star athletes in other sports because they're forced into playing some positions that they might not otherwise think have value, like offensive line or defensive line, and you can get them to embrace those roles. Right. And it's, it's different than other sports where they become better teammates, and when they go back to baseball or they go back to basketball or soccer, I, I think they become better teammates to their, their players. He is uh, Mike Bark. He's a sixth-grade uh, coach with this rookie tackle program with the Junior Hilltopper program. They all play in the CYFL. Also joined, uh, Jameson, what's your last name? Larson. Nice to see you, Jameson Larson. Where do you go to school? Says elementary in Waukesha. Yeah, you're a multi-sport athlete. Yes, I play what? baseball too. Play baseball what about basketball. Um. Anyway, I'm a basketball <laughs> coach. So no, I'm just kidding. You don't have to play. Hey, you're out of here. Take the headphone. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Mike, when when they when they approached you and you you have refed at what level? As it as it yeah, varsity. Varsity. Yep. Um, how many games can you? Are these are these games shorter and is it easier and wear and tear on your body? No difference wear and tear wise. Okay. Because there's two of us, there's right. more moving around, but it's enjoyable. It it's fun to watch. Saturdays are more relaxed for us as officials. Uh, and if the coaches are under control, you know it's it's fine. With with the coaches on the field, you know, as an ex coach, I can always wait for the ref to run past and make a little comment or two, but now he's right next to you. So did, 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 are refs able to ask questions to you? Are they able to question calls? Or are they so busy coaching their kids up that very little of that happens? No, at the eight-man level, there's much more communication with the coaches, and it's communication to just make the experience better for the boys during the game. There's no adversarial relationship that you might have at other levels. But some of the things I noticed, I was just talking to my wife about this this morning. She was asking me what the difference was. Yeah. At fifth grade, when they just start, they don't always know what they're doing on the field. Right. When the coaches are on the sideline and it's 11 man and little Johnny's lining up in the wrong spot, the coaches are yelling from the sideline. Little Johnny doesn't really know what to do because now he's confused. Now the coaches are on the field. We take the time to get them positioned, so it's a great learning experience. Oh, so you so it's not a flag. I mean, there's a, it's not okay. We, that's a delay a game. You guys just go hold on a second, John. You got to get over here if you're going to play this position. Here's where you or, play. Or the coaches talk to them, right? And you know, Mike, we we don't want to throw flags ever. It's never our mission. You've never been teed up, have you? You, you should be lucky we're not on faith in the zone because you couldn't lie like that one, pal. That's another show I do and you can't be lying on, on faith in the zone. I think a few of you boys like throwing those flags, but that's just me. I, I'm not getting in any trouble on, on this one. Uh, Jameson, the, the um, first of all, did your team have a good year last year? Did you guys win some games? Oh uh, Yeah, we won. A couple and stuff, and we all had a great time. Do you think most of your your teammates are coming back to play again? Yeah, I think they had such a great attitude and such a great time that they want to come back and learn more. So then when we go 11 v. 11, they'll know 
Are most of the kids on your team from your school or these kids from the Waukesha area that you're meeting for the first time? There are kids that um, don't really go to my school, but there's some. And, yeah, it's nice um, making new friends that go to different schools and stuff like that. Some of those receivers ever come back to the huddle and go, man, I'm open, throw me the ball. That's what I do to you. Hey, James, throw me the ball. I know, I know I don't look fast, but I'm pretty quick. No, I wouldn't say any of that. I would just wait for you to tell me you're throwing me the ball. Um, Practice-wise, let's talk about the, the practices. How often do you practice? And and is there hitting going on at, in these practices anymore? I, I don't believe there is. But how much do you guys talk about the keeping the head out of the game and all the, all the, the, the things that we're trying to do as a, a sport to keep kids healthy? We practice three times a week once the season gets going, and there's a huge focus on proper technique. So we go through a tackling progression nearly every practice that starts out on the knees, focuses on wrapping up, getting your head to the side, you know, using your body's leverage, almost like a high school wrestling technique, if you right. will, to bring a person down. There's a little bit of hitting in practice. I mean, you can't just go to a game and that's the only time you hit. Sure, I hope not. Yeah. It's a big focus on technique. It's a big focus on staying safe. And like I said, knock on wood, we didn't even have a, a turned ankle last year. Boy, that's uh, that's impressive. You know, we do that uh, WFCA show on Saturdays with Coach Swill and I, and that started because people thought, boy, I can't let my boys play football. I can't do it. And And he thinks, and I believe him, that football's never been safer than it is now. And look, it's it's a violent, it's a collision sport. It is. That's what it is. But nobody talks about concussions in, in soccer, and the numbers are really high, or in some of the other sports. But football has gotten kind of this black eye, and I think the, the life lessons that kids like Jameson is learning at this level about they're going to carry these lessons over, I think are really valuable. Well, I mean, my son broke his hand playing baseball. Uh, the, one of the better players in the Junior Hilltoppers program broke his hip playing basketball. So injuries happen in all sports, and I think parents have to realize these aren't 275-pound linemen who are running four ones who are running into people. Yeah, it's and I think that's important. Kids. Hey, Mike, um, with with this kind of level, do you think that they they will go to this? And they said no. They said seventh grade, they don't think they it should go to 11-on-11. 11 11. Your, your opinion as a referee would would you consider either fourth grade expanding this to seventh grade? What your thought on that process? I think they're on the right track. I think there is a progression, sixth to seventh grade. A seventh grader is twelve years old. Yeah, I, I think that's the right time. But at these lower levels, they get a lot more plays off doing eight man football because they've cut out special teams. We don't have to get everyone aligned for a kickoff. Right. And the kickoff only goes 15 yards anyway. So why do it? They could be running three plays in that time span. Yeah. You know, the coach up at Menominee, Coach Booty, he, he, they do flag football through eighth grade up there. And he said, look, if I've got, if I've got 25 kids that start in fifth grade in flag football, I normally have 28 in eighth grade because we'll add a few. And all of them come out and play freshman football. Now they're a freshman in high school, and that fear factor of tackling and getting hit and hitting is way less than it would have been in fifth or sixth grade. Right. And he said, "Look, this works for us, and we're staying with this." And I'm just, so I think that at least going fifth and sixth with this, 
And then going to 11 on 11 is we're going in the right direction. I think so. And I think our numbers are going to just get bigger and bigger. We're going to get to a break. Other side break, we'll continue talking about this rookie tackle uh, football. Junior Hilltopper is is kind of the umbrella that we're going, but there's some Waukesha West boys going to, in here saying, hey, don't forget about us. Wolverine's pretty good football program. This is the U Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. So the overall umbrella of what we're talking about today is this rookie tackle uh, football that they started a year ago. They started in fifth grade, the CYFL, and it is uh, 8v8 is what it is, shorter field, no, uh, no special teams. If there's a turnover, the play stops. And according to Mike, who's the referee, said, look, they're getting a lot more plays, and you know they're able to throw it a little bit. The scoring's up, and they're because the field is 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 uh, is shorter and and not as wide. There's not just one kid that can dominate the whole game, and so kids are getting a chance to play different positions and really kind of enjoy, you know, their first or second time that they're playing tackle football, and they walk away going, okay, I'm I'm liking this a lot. We were joined by three kids that played in the league last uh, last year. We'll start with Gavin. Gavin Michelle? Yeah. Um, it's nice to meet you, young man. Did you play 11-on-11 11 11 in fourth grade? Yes, I played up with my brother. Okay. Uh, and then I went to 8-on-8 eight eight this year. What did you enjoy better? Uh, I think that personally 8-on-8 eight eight is better for younger kids like our age group because uh, it teaches kids more structure and how to play the game. And then once you hit 7th or 8th grade, right. you can start 11-on-11 11 11 and it's easier to understand the game of football what position did you, positions did you play uh so i was assigned fullback at first and then we had to go to bigs and small okay so then i played center on offense and uh, i went to linebacker on defense and i played a little bit of d-line what would you like best if you i liked p- playing d-line you, you did yeah who knew you don't look like a d-lineman to me yeah you look like that really nice kid that would help grandma across the street <laughs> that's how, that's what you look. Well, good for you. We are joined uh, by two players that played for the Junior Hilltoppers, uh, Carter Wood and Johnny Bar. Carter, let's start with you. Had you played 11-on-11 11 11 before, or is this your first uh, chance to play football? Uh, yes, I did play 11-on-11. 11 11. played up with my brother. Oh, you did. So um, both you and Gavin did the same thing. Did you enjoy the 8-on-8? Eight eight? Uh, yes, I enjoyed it much better than my experience with 11-on-11. 11 11. What position did you play? I was quarterback, linebacker, and offensive line. Oh, man. I, I kind of like this because you're getting a chance to look at There's not many guys. Kid that we had before, Jameson, played defensive line and quarterback. Uh, your favorite position for those? Quarterback. Yeah. It's, it's a quarterback day, I always say that. Can you? Did you get a chance to throw it a little bit? Uh, yeah, I had a few deep balls. Yeah? did you, Was Johnny one of your receivers? Uh, no. No? Johnny Bark? Johnny, it's nice to meet you, young man. How you doing? Good. Good. Where do you, you Where do you go to school? I go to Christ King. Yeah, you do? It's, uh, it's right by my house. I used to coach basketball there a million years ago. Um, was this your first opportunity to play tackle football? 
Yes, this was my first year. And how did it go? See, you're a different story because these guys all played 11 on 11. How did it go for you? And going into it, were you a little bit nervous? Yes, I was a little bit nervous because then we started to get pads and it felt like that you didn't have as much power on pads, but really you did have much power on yeah. pads. What positions did you play? I played D-line, sometimes tight end, and I played I played offensive line. Yeah. What did you have a favorite? Um, D-line was my favorite. Man, everybody likes playing D-line. I, I, they made me play D-line. I want to play linebacker. I want to be one of the pretty boys, but they, you can see me. I, no, that's not going to work. Um, so, Gavin, first of all, did you guys play against each other? Uh, yeah, I think we ran into each other a few times. You going to tell me who won? Uh, we won. Okay. Me and Johnny. Yeah, all of a sudden, Gavin, he was yeah. very well spoken. Was... He was not going to talk right there. Gavin, where do you go to school? I go to Rose Glen Elementary. Now, many kids from your school on this team? Yeah, there's quite a bit of kids from my school. I'd say 15, maybe. Wow. Are you a multi-sport? Do you play more than one? Uh, I played basketball, and I'm starting wrestling. You are? Wow. Good for, good for you. Carter, how about you? Do you play other sports? Uh, yeah, I play basketball. Bring the mic down just a little bit to you. There you go. You play basketball. Where do you go to school? Uh, St. Mary's Hills Quarters. Okay. You uh, So you play basketball. Do you play anything else? No. Basketball and football. Um, next, so are you happy, and I'm going to go right down the row if I can't, Gavin, are you happy that they extended rookie tackle into next year for you as well? Uh, yeah, because it gives people more base of learning the game of football. And Coach Mike always taught me, don't play for yourself, play for the man next to you, and it really – let you focus in on that saying so you could really focus on not just yourself but all your teammates that are around you. You have you have an older brother that plays? Yeah, yeah I had four older brothers that played. Yeah. Or three older brothers. Did you so you got a chance to go watch them play? Did yeah. you remember being when you were a little kid going, Man, I can't wait till I get to do that? Yeah. Well now it's the time. You got brothers that are you the one older brother now is gonna get into eleven on eleven, right? You're Yeah. And and he is he excited about that? He played eleven on eleven last year too. He did. Yeah. Man, good good for him. You guys are doing doing a whole lot of stuff. Um, Carter, are you happy that they extended uh, rookie tackle for one more year? I am because some some people might have had a position that they did, wanted to play but did, and this year would be their chance too. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good answer, Johnny. How about you? Are you happy? Yeah, I'm happy because it's pretty much the same reason as Carter. I kind of wanted to be in linebacker, just like kind of you did, and this might be the chance that I might be a linebacker. So yeah, yeah. And you know what? Once you get to to be that linebacker, don't give it up, right? You say no. This is uh, you. You make play after play, and trust me, these coaches they'll put they'll make you be a linebacker. Then if you're uh, you're pretty good at it, um, Gavin. When when the season started and and the practices started, how much of a learning curve? For you, was it to learn eight on eight from eleven on eleven? So you had played eleven on eleven, and now you go to your first couple of practices, and things obviously are a little bit different. Was it a hard? Was it a, a, a hard thing to learn some of these new rules? Uh, no, it wasn't really that hard because I knew most of the stuff in practice and what type of energy Coach Mike brought to practice and what everyone else was going to bring. Yeah. Because and also a few of the people that played up with me last year. We all knew how to run the lines, our stretch lines. So yeah. we were kind of leading our lines. And then after 
it got into like our assignments it got a little different and more tricky than 11 on 11 but most of the season for 11 on 11 I didn't play because I broke my arm the day before practice started how'd you do that <laughs> fell off a swing what were you doing on the swing you fell off a swing <laughs> yeah Thought you were a good athlete, Kevin. I was. I was, I was kidding around with my friends. And yeah, you're that. not going to do that again, are you? Yeah. All right. So you had to stand on the sidelines the whole time. Yeah, for most of the season, I got to play a few games. Towards the end of the season, I played probably three at the end of the season. Yeah, you're not falling off a swing anymore, are you? No way. Hey, Carter, when um, when you came into eight on eight, how difficult was it for for you to understand these new rules? It wasn't that difficult because. Because most of the rules were the same, just a few changes in them. Yeah, I, I did. You know, I for when I went on the website today, boys, and I looked at all these rules, and they had the diagrams on where the linebacker can be and how many yards back. And boy, after about six pages, I just went, "Okay, I'm not coaching. I don't need to know all this stuff." Yeah, but it, was, it seemed to me like it was a lot. Yeah, it was a little different because we didn't have the offensive tackles, so we just had the center and the guards and. We can light up two tight ends, so it's like we had tackles but no tight ends. Yeah. Did did you um, enjoy the fact that there was more scoring? And as a, as a kid that plays both ways, look, did you like the you're, you liked all the scoring when you're on offense? But defense, it's a little bit hard to get stopped sometimes, right? Well, offense, we liked the scoring because I remember a few games last year where we didn't score any points really, and. This year, we were able to really open up and see what our offense could really do, and it gave us availability to run plays. But defense, I think we had a lot of good defensive play stoppers, so it wasn't super hard. I, I work with a guy who heard the promo that you guys were coming in, and he asked me what rookie tackle was, and I told him. And he uh, uh, he's from Nebraska, and he played in 5th, 6th, and 7th grade. Football. Oh. And the last game in seventh grade is the first score they ever had. Really? They didn't score a point fifth grade. They didn't score a point in sixth grade. Didn't score a point in seventh grade. The last game, a kid just like the ball got tipped and he was running and the kid caught it. And the two defensive people like collided. And he ran in, and he said, "It's like we won the Super Bowl." Hey, at least at least he scored a he few did, points. At least in they his scored, yeah. yeah. And he said, "We didn't win any games, and we didn't score." So for for guys like that, I would think Johnny. For guys like that, who they look, he didn't score a point for the, almost his whole career in fifth, sixth, and seventh grade. This eight man's got to be perfect for that. Yeah. Did you guys score a lot of points? Yeah, we scored a lot of points each game. We actually. For our first game, we made a lot of progress from our first game. First game, we won seven to twelve. Okay. In our last game, we won twenty-eight to six. Ooh, that is a lot of progress. I don't want to know who you beat on those two because did you guys lose it all this year, you Junior Hilltoppers team? Uh, we had one loss, but it was it didn't really feel like a full game. Okay. It wasn't a full game. It wasn't a full it was game. Half a game we played. Half of one team the first half, and half of the team the second half. Well, we'll get you on the mic to figure out how that that worked. I got to tell you, Gavin, thank you very much. I appreciate it, Carter. It's nice to meet you, Johnny. Thanks for coming in. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to get a couple of these guys back. I'm going to find out why they played one team in the first half and one team in the second half. 
with uh, Rich Wood. He's the president of Junior Hilltopper Football. He's sixth grade coach. We'll talk to these guys a little bit more about rookie tackle football. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio. I was going to say by Allstate Insurance, and I really should do that, Mitch, right? Since we are presented every week by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, always presented by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We are talking rookie tackle football. And let me give you the uh, definition right from the website of USA Football. It's small-sided tackle football game designed to to be implemented as a bridge between flag football and 11-on-11 within youth football leagues and clubs across the country as a child's first experience to tackle football. And again, if you go on the, the, the website... Uh, there, there's about a four-minute video, maybe three-minute video. It's a, it's a short video that talks about kind of that bridge. You know what? What the idea is to get kids to fall in love with football and not not get injured, not get you know quickly afraid of of being tackled or tackling, and by shortening the field, having it eight on eight, that you really have an opportunity to do a number of things. Speed the game. The speed of the game is a little bit less, I think, because there's not as much space, and so when you're tackling somebody, um, it, it, it's not nearly as intimidating, I believe. And to have coaches on the field that can be right there to talk to them about their skill development, where they need to be, how they need to be play, um, I think is a big benefit. Um, Rich, last segment we talked about, and joined by Rich Wood, again, president and a sixth grade coach. Um, Christian is an eighth grader who we're going to talk to as well. And then Mike is the Waukesha West fifth grade coach and the rules committee member. Rich, um, we talked about wins and losses. And you said, look, we played a half game against one, t- one team and a half game against another. Why, why was that? Well, we only have one team at Market High. And that might be surprising when you think Market High, a thousand boys, but. We, we don't have a feeder system to pull from, so our fifth grade team is traditionally smaller. Uh, a lot of the big public districts do have two teams in the league, uh, and you know we went out to Kettle Moraine to play one of their teams, and there was supposed to be another private school, Wisconsin Lutheran, playing the other. Well, for uh, logistical reasons, somehow Wisco's bus didn't show up, uh, and there were two Kettle Moraine teams looking to play a game and only one opponent. So their coaches came over to me before the game, said, uh, you know, Coach, um, we only got a... Uh, <laughs> I said, yes, we'll play both of you. Yeah, there um, you go. So we played a half against each. Um, I, I would have liked our chances in a full game against either. But, uh, you know, the things weren't going our way yeah. uh, in that second half. Well, Carter kind of looked at me. I thought, well, don't he's right. It wasn't really a real game. And, and uh, well, that's all right. Good for you guys to be willing to, to do that. Um, Christian, uh, you're St. Mary's Hills Corners guy or Elm Grove? Uh, St. Mary's Hills Corners. St. Mary's Hills Corners, right around the corner from here. Um you have played football for the Junior Hilltoppers for the last couple of years? Yes. What position do you play? I play running back and linebacker. Yeah? Which one do you like better? Linebacker. Yeah, because you like hitting people rather than getting hit? Yes. Yeah. You got that look in your eye like you'd like to tackle me, Magno. Don't you think that? No, I'm just kidding. You you would never do that. Hey, Mike, What? any rule changes this season coming up? Um, have you made any changes or thinking about making any changes? We've we've met and we started discussing um, at our uh, end of the season meeting. We kind of get everybody's feedback, and 
because we moved this to sixth grade, we decided to look at is there any kind of rule modifications we want to do between the fifth and sixth grade levels. <clears throat> we have to raise the uh, weight limit that we kind of use. It's not a limit, but it's it's a, a benchmark that we use to determine between our bigs and our littles. Right. Um, and what can you explain what's sure. the difference between what is there any position that a big can't play and any position a little can't play? No. Not there. Everybody can play any position. The difference is um, per quarter, uh, first, second, third, fourth quarter, we have what we call bigs and littles. And last year we used the 90-pound weight limit um, as the as the kind of benchmark in between. What it was, as you discussed as a league, the rule was if you play under 90 kids, under 90-pound kids on the line, then D linemen also have to be under 90 pounds. And you can have the big guys in the backfield carrying the ball that are over that 90-pound weight limit. Um, and then for the second and fourth quarter, you would switch it. So the big guys would be in the line, and the smaller guys would be in the backfield playing quarterback in the other skill positions. So it's first and third. Second. So the coaches don't make that decision before the game. League, it's league, it's yep. a league league rule. League rule. So we, we exchange rosters before the before the game starts and all that, so you know which kids are what weight limits and who's going to play when, and you actually gave them the, the actual the lineup. Hey, Rich, how big of a benefit is it that the coaches can be on the field with these kids? It's a it's a fantastic benefit. I'm a huge fan of it, um, especially when it's their first year lining up in some of these positions or their first year playing tackle and maybe in the first game or two they're a little bit nervous or whatever reason, having an experienced adult coach or two on the field. Um, and one, uh, you know, I got to credit Tom Schrader, who's on our staff, isn't here today, but for always being kind of the tower of power out there on the field with me on offense and always just being calm and unshakable, somebody those kids can look at. Do you are you in so the cool. are you in the huddle with them? On offense, I'm in the huddle. Okay, we have a different guy in on defense at Scott Kwiatkowski. So uh, the quarterback is not making the call, but he's listening to you make the call. And is there a time where you transition into that kid to, taking over the huddle? So. I give the quarterback the play, and he does still call the huddle. Okay, smart. The only difference is we're not signaling it in from the sideline. Okay. Yeah. So you're talking to him, and you say, here's what we're going to run. And then, so it's still his huddle then. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's really smart. Um, and then when the defense comes out on the field, then you go to the sideline? I I will be the second, because I'm the head coach and I like defense, right? Um, Scott calls the defense and takes the primary role, and I'm usually the second guy because we're allowed two coaches on the field at once. Hey, Mike, once once they get to the line of scrimmage, is that when, and they're set, do the coaches then have to be quiet? Or, so they're not, he's not yelling, hey, watch uh, watch the wheel, watch, they're, they're running a, you know, they're going to hand it off to the running back. They got to be quiet then, or what? Yes. Um, we discussed that and had that in the rules. So, you know, once they break the huddle, they get up to the line. You can help them if they, to get aligned if you need to. Right. Um, but other than that, then you need to stop the coaching and let it go because of the reason that we have coaches on the field. We didn't want them directing exactly what you're saying. So we you know, put that in the rules. One of the benefits is if parents are yelling at you, you can't hear them from way out on the field, right? That's awesome. Because if you're on the sidelines awesome. and they're sitting right behind you, uh-huh. I know as a basketball coach, there may have been one or two parents didn't like me in 36 years that I could hear behind me, but now you're on the field, yeah. right? Hey, um, Gavin talked about the energy that you bring, and, and um, this is something, did you have to sell this to these kids that were going to do this, or did they come running once it was introduced I, I think they kind of came running i mean they were just excited to play football well, you know three quarters of the team it was their first year 
Gavin and a few of the other kids have played fourth grade. They've played up, you know, the year before, so they were returning players. But majority of the kids are new, um, and it's it's very exciting for them just to be able to get out there and finally play. Football. How many they kids? Do it. You had two teams. We had two. We had uh, thirty six kids. Okay. And so far, out of that thirty six. Uh, 34 are back already for this next year. Plus, I have uh, I think it's 10 new players. And 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 how's the fifth grade going to be? The, the the group coming behind you. Good. We have good numbers so far, and and that's kind of one of the ideas behind this rookie is is as you had mentioned earlier in the show that you know numbers down you know right. football overall. And what are you going to do to get those numbers to come back up? You got to do something different. You keep doing the same thing. It's never going to change. So I think this is a step in the right direction to kind of make this a little bit safer sport. A little more opportunities for those kids to play different positions. Did did any did any teams schools in the CYFL leave because of it, or did any of them leave this year because it, they, it's not something that they want to do? No. Anybody trying to join because of it? Yes, I've had a couple phone calls here in the off season. So you far. don't need to say who it is because nope. if people listening, it doesn't. That doesn't matter. Just the fact that other teams identified that hey, this this might be something good. You know, for us, Rich, when when somebody asks you, and I'm sure that you know enough people in youth football now, that that they're in a league that doesn't do this, and they say, "Hey, can would you would you recommend this?" What do you tell them? We actually were approached by a, a coach from another league, different Catholic program, just a couple of weeks ago, asking about the program and what we think of it, and you know, he was wondering if it could work in his league, and and Maz and I both talked with him about it and about the benefits that we've seen from it. Uh, so, yeah, we're, I mean, we're always willing to talk to and work with anybody from any league who's interested in this because, you know, what Maz says is it's, it's this idea of change the game to save the game. Right. Starting 11-man kids in fifth grade playing like it's the NFL is not going to keep this game thriving. What's the, there, There's got to be a downside. There, there's got to be at least one de- – something that you said, well, okay, I kind of missed that from 11 on 11 – I think the only, and and I personally don't, but what I've heard from people is, well, you know, maybe maybe they want their kid to really focus on one position and do that all the time and 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 play play that yeah, not four at quarters. That age they don't exactly. need. Agreed. No. You know what? Look, I've had basketball players that are the biggest kid in fifth grade and stance. Well, he should have his back to the basket and go block to block. Well, then he's the same size four years later and. Turn him around now. He can't dribble the ball. Christian, thank you. I wish I had more time. Um, I appreciate you coming, and it's nice to meet you, guys. Thanks. This has been really good. Thank you. Um, you, yeah, thank you, you bet. I, I appreciate it, Brian. Thanks a lot for setting this thing up, and uh, all you young people that were, were here, you guys really represented yourself well. You really did. Our, our referee did okay. No, I'm just kidding, Mike. You did great. Um, I, I'm glad that uh, that this is something that that you guys really enjoy. And thanks for all the work that you guys do as referees. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.